Hello, sports fans, and welcome to the 19th episode of Pub Talk Rugby League, a pub, a podcast. Oh my god, 19 episodes, I still can't get this right. A podcast where old mates from high school meet up and talk about rugby league. My name is Adam, and I know very little about football, so I'm joined, like always, with my panel of armchair experts. Smokes? I love your intros, mate. You've gotten them right about as many times as the Broncos have won games this year. Yeah, thank you. Uh, see, now I can't edit it out. Like, <laughs> we'll see how we go. That was my plan. Uh, and the principal. Hello, hello. 19 episodes. I still can't believe it. And we still are pretty bad at this. I know. Every time, <laughs> well, no, every time right. I copy it, I'm like, Jesus Christ, we keep going. <laughs> uh, like, like a lot of the times, Phantom, he's not here to like, you know. We should point out, we should point out to our four listeners that um, the reason, like Phantom, because of the uh, Sydney lockdown, he's been... He's had to keep his kids like homeschooling and all that sort of stuff, so he really only gets the opportunity to do his day job at night. So he's just been struggling to find the time to join us. So I'm sure he will join us sometime in the near future, but um, he's just been struggling to, to catch up at the moment. COVID and uh, lockdown, you can tell the people who have got nothing to do but watch football. Yep. Uh, and the people who are free. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, I didn't watch a single game last week because I was busy at the snow and yep. having a great time. Yep. And kids and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and I was like, oh, I should watch a game. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm too busy with other things. Mm. Uh, so let's get into it. Uh, round 18 uh, happened entirely in Queensland, right? Because mm-hmm. everyone's up there playing. It did. Uh, so Smokes, Titan Eels. Yeah, like I, I watched a fair bit of this. Jeez, um, the, um, the Eels just had pretty much the ball for nearly the entire game. Um, uh, look, they ended up winning, I think it was by about 16 or 18 points. Uh, but it could have been a lot more. That I know it sounds strange. The Titans lost by adding points, but they actually showed a bit of resiliency in defence. Um, but Parramatta with having that much possession, they were just a bit too good. Yeah, Par- Eels looked really good without um, pushing it on too much further. But yeah, Titans' defence was better. It was pretty pretty good in that game, really. Like I know they they lost by a bit, but. You know, it could have been a lot more the way the Eels are playing. And Dylan Brown was pretty awesome in that game as well. Some of the tries, that yeah, try scored was. was pretty awesome. All right, and then Smokes. Um, see Eagles versus Dragons. You're the only one who picked Dragons. And yeah, lost. and look, they were looking really good um, in the first half. I mean, again, they didn't have a, a huge amount of ball, but they, they somehow got the lead at half time, And then second half, they just really fell away. And, and the thing that really broke their backs, though, was an absolutely disgusting decision to award Manly a try. I'm sorry, but... I've been watching footy for over 100 years. I can't remember who it was who went for the try, but he bounced that ball. I mean, come on. Yeah. It, it wasn't even close. That's a, uh, I can't stand tries like that. It, it, it irritates oh, me I hate so, it. so much. There was one in the Broncos game as well. It's yeah. like, come on. Like, hey. it, I, this, this rubbish about, oh, he kept a finger on. I'm sorry. He had no control of that ball. He lost it. What happened to downward pressure? Been... There's no downward pressure on the uh, side of the ball. Well, you know why? Because some knob end, some knob end decided, oh, well, that, that, that phrase isn't actually written in the rule book, so we don't have to apply that. Well, come on. I mean, if they're going to do that, we might as well just play gridiron. If you get the ball across the line, it's a try or a touchdown. You know? Come on. <laughs> Oh, dear. Like, Even a touchdown sounds yeah. like down. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good point. Well, Very that's good it. Point. But, um, but look, I mean, Manly, they were, they were pretty good in the second half. They sort of um, they sort of got away with it a bit in the end. Um, and they did it without Trebojevic or, um, well, both the Trebojevic brothers and Daly Cherry Evans. So a pretty impressive effort in the end by Manly. Um, they, they've been branded as a... One man team, and and I guess they were, were really wanted to prove otherwise. I mean, the Dragons were missing some guys because that was the first week they had to have some of their suspensions from the house party. 
But uh, still a good effort by Manly. Yeah, Dra- Dragons are pretty poor in that second half, I thought, anyway. Miss- they-, they weren't missing that many players. They were. You know, they, they, got- they yeah. still had their halves and stuff. And I-, I don't know. They had a strong they team were- still. Yeah. And, and the first, I think the first 10 minutes of that second half, I think they only... Com- like, or, or have, a- have a long into it. I think they com- only completed like one of their first eight sets in the second half. And you do that, you- you're not going to win football games. Yeah. All right, on to Saturday's games. Uh, Canberra Raiders versus Sharks. Uh, Principal, oh, I'm assuming you've got some thoughts. Finally, two in a row, two weekends where I've had something to celebrate. It's a winning streak. Oh, it's first time this year, and I'm renaming the Raiders the Offload Kings. That was they, they, <laughs> they went berserk in this game. It was sort of like touch footy, and you know what? It was actually great to watch. It's actually the they actually look like they were having fun playing footy for once. They actually I all like look like fullback. they were. Yeah, oh, he was, you know, he was amazing. His speed, I think just, you know, they always say he can't He's quick. coach speed and blah, blah, blah. But he was just, he was just, he outpaced so many mm. people to get past him. He had a bit of footwork as well. And he even set yep. up that try. Yep. The try he set up was also, you know, I just thought, oh, my Christmas come at once. This is awesome. We've got a, we have a good fullback now. We've got yeah. another good fullback. And then we've got the news that he's out for the season. So that, that all sort of... <laughs> The, the winning yeah. high came down and sort of was a bit depressing. I know, that, it's, it's, but... a, it's a shame because, yeah, he was impressive and, and it was a good game of footy. Like, it was very close until late in that game, wasn't it? Wasn't it only the last sort of 15 minutes or so Canberra sort of yeah. ran away with the last 15, I... 20 minutes? Like, it was quite, it was back and forth, like, um, leads changed quite a lot. I think Raiders wore, um, wore Sharks out in the end. It was just so, I think so, so yeah. fast. It was, you know, the Sharks did, it was so even and Raiders... In, probably in the first half didn't play as, as well as they did in the second half and they, they sort of ran away with it based on just so many offloads and so much second phase play to actually to, to just run around the Sharks. And, and Sharks' defence was pretty average as well. So One know. thing we do have to point out, of course, is the eight-point try. I mean, come on. I saw come nothing on. wrong Rapa- with that. I saw Rapa- that in WhatsApp. Didn't even what know, happened Rapa- there? didn't even know that he got hit. I know. He scored the try, got up and started celebrating, like, you know, fist pumping. How good's that? They've gone off to, like, get ready for the kickoff, and all of a sudden the rest going, oh, hang on, might be an eight-point try here. We better have a look. And it's like, he's, like, a couple of inches off the ground when he gets lightly brushed in the face. Like, come on, that wasn't an eight-point try. No, it's just, it's just not a I mean, sort. it didn't make a difference in the game. I mean, you won comfortably yeah. anyway, but... He, he's just not a silk. Imagine he if that cost up. the team a grand final. You know, he, he got hit. He's just not a silk. He gets up. He's not like some of these players that stay down. He just, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's nothing wrong with it. North Queensland versus the Roosters. I really wish Principal's here. He could actually gloat about his Roosters getting up for once. Yeah. Um, who have we got, Principal? Oh, the Roosters. I never wanted the Cowboys to win more than this week. Just to... <laughs> <laughs> No, but in all seriousness, I, you know what? The Roosters weren't that impressive again. I think they're they're sort of a different team, really. The second half of this year, I know yeah. they've got heaps of injuries, mm. but a lot of other teams do as well. So I don't know. They got. Yeah. I mean, they did the win. They did it pretty comfortably. Um, yeah, but... they've still got. There's still a bit of a fight. Like they're a fighting team. I mean, I think they're struggling too. But against teams like that, because they were down twelve nil early. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, and the Cowboys have done that a lot this year. They get out to twelve point leads and then and then drop it. Um, the Roosters' goal kicking was really keeping. The Cowboys in this game because I think they got up to eighteen twelve, but it was four tries to two in their favour, and then um, I think the Hammer set up an absolute ripper of a try to get it back to eighteen all, and 
Um, yeah, then the Roosters sort of jagged a few late tries. And, and when it was 24-8 in favour of the Roosters, I think I saw possibly the dumbest thing I've ever seen a football player do. Um, Scott Drinkwater with the double movement. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was the most blatant double movement of all time. It, it was not... What on earth... Did he actually think he was going to get away with it? Yeah, Surely, I don't know. Like, like, the guy's literally more or less got his arms wrapped around his waist... And he's completely stopped in the tackle. Then he just gets up and goes, oh, yeah? I'll just crawl forward a metre, plant the ball down, and, and... Oh, come on, mate. Oh, we yeah, see but... some... You know, I know footballers aren't known for their intelligence, but Jesus Christ. I mean, they must know the basics. The weekend of brain and he had a good game. He had a good game up until then. He set up the first couple of tries for the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. The weekend of brain snaps, it was. With this... His, um, you know, double movement, and then you got... In the Bulldogs game, Lincoln Lewis deciding just to tackle someone uh, WWE um, oh, style yeah. uh, at half time. So that was interesting as well. But All right. Uh, and last game for Saturday, Melbourne versus Newcastle. Looks, looks like an absolute uh, bashing by Melbourne. Nico yeah. Hines. Yeah, Nico Hines. Just gets, just He's amazing. I, just, I bet he's wishing he just waited another month or two to sign that Cronulla contract. He probably could have added a few mm. couple of extra hundred Might grand. Have added, and, added another, yeah, yeah, you know, not but wrong. he's, he's just he's amazing. Pappenhausen's got to come back into the team, and they've got to play him somewhere. But well, it's just do, do you do you drop Hines? He's playing so well. Yeah. Or do you just say, okay, Pap, Pappenhausen, you're going to have to be on the bench for the rest of the year when because I think he's back this week, Pappenhausen. Yeah, he's, on, he's say, back well, on the we're bench. We're going to play off the bench. He's back on the bench, but you got to because Hines is leaving next year. You got to put. Pappenhausen back. That's and I yeah, reckon that's the other. He'd probably too. go in the centres, I guess. You got to put him somewhere in the starting. Well, that's that's true. You, you, put you, him yeah, somewhere. They, they can they can move him somewhere. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, and look, Ponga went off uh, with a concussion, I think, fairly early, and so did someone else. And Mitchell Pierce pulled out of that game. So I actually thought that was going to be a competitive game, but when I heard Pierce pulled out late, I was like, oh, geez, that's that's yeah. going to hurt them. And Melbourne just, uh, they're, they're, I think they've, they've scored like something 12 or 13 games this year with, with scoring 40 points or more, yeah, which yeah. is a record for a season. And they've still got so many rounds to go. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, yeah, and then on to Sunday's games. We've got New Zealand Warriors uh, getting smashed by the Penrith Panthers. Yeah, well, this was um, at Suncorp. I, I, I went to the, the Broncos-Tigers game at Suncorp. I... I uh, we went with the kids, so we were just sort of doing some of the activities outside the stadium. They had a lot of kids-related activities like rock climbing and all that. So they had this on the big screen, so I saw caught glimpses of it. Um, it was Penrith, uh, sorry, Warriors were up early, uh, but then um, Penrith sort of um, just their class sort of shone through, and um, they they sort of got away with it a bit in the end. But uh, yeah, I mean that was a very you know Penrith are, are doing it without their halves at the moment. They're, they're still chalking the wins up, so very good football team. Yeah, I thought um, Warriors did really well to, to keep with them early on. So the score is probably... Mm. Warriors played better than probably the score looks, you know? Yeah, I, 30, think, I, think, I think they did. It was closer. Like, they, they played really well, Warriors, to start off the game. So that was good. I was enjoy- I watched a little bit of it, and it was enjoyable the first half, at least. And then, okay, on to the well, main event for Smokes, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brisbane versus West Tigers. Oh, mate. Seriously, I know I've got to do this quickly, but that second half... Uh, well, I left with I left with ten minutes to go because I was just I was just so pissed off at them. We, we in the first half, like our ball control was the game, including the first half. But what I saw in the first half is every time we actually just held on to the ball, we were making miles of meters against them and pretty much scoring whenever we wanted to. 
Eight point lead at half time. I thought, okay, we score first, second half, we're going to blitz them. And they just go in the second half. Like, they just literally dropped everything. Um, massive moment that game was obviously, I think the Tigers were up uh, 26 to 24. And we scored a try. It was awarded. Our goal kicker was lining up the conversion. Then the bunker decided to chime in and disallow it with another one of these technicality, inside shoulder, outside shoulder obstruction. Luke Brooks isn't getting anywhere near that try score. I don't give a flying who are, what anyone says. He was about 15, 20 metres away from it. He, it had no impact on the play. Uh, next set of six, I think the Tigers scored and extended their lead, and that's the Broncos then fell away. What I learned from that, though, the Broncos still have a lot to learn about dealing with adversity, though. They, they, when the call goes against them, they don't deal with it very well. And the best, the top teams do, but we don't. And that's something the Broncos have to learn. Yeah, I thought this is one of Brisbane's worst losses of the year. This is... Against the Tigers, surely they, they they had a win last up, but you know I thought they for sure they would be able to get get through and get another win, but yeah, it's just really disappointing, and especially after win, leading at half time. So yeah, yeah, I, th- I think the thing with this, one thing I would say is we we certainly we looked very good with the ball when we held onto it. We didn't we, our completion rate was terrible but when we actually completed. We looked really good with the ball. Um, uh, Jordan Rickey made a couple of clean breaks that led to tries. Tessie New made over 200 metres. Corey Oates had a very strong game. So there were some good individual performances. But as I said, when they get hit with a bit of adversity, something goes against them, like a rough call, a 50-50 call, whatever, they just don't deal with it. And they, they seem to just let it weigh on them and they just drop their heads. And that's what happened. I mean, yeah, disappointing. Because as you said, they should have beat the Tigers. Based on, on their We all form. tipped them. And, and, and all four of us tipped and, and most people did because they were at home. Tigers were not in good form. Yeah. And, and for a lot of that game, the Broncos looked like they were well on top. But they just, once a couple of things went against them, they just don't know how to handle it. That, that's, that's what guys like right. Adam Reynolds and Kurt, uh, Capewell will bring to them. They'll bring that stability. If something goes against us, that's all right. Pick our heads up. We'll, 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 we'll keep going. Oh, well, next year, 2022, that's eh? It. Bring it on. All right, and the last game for round 18 is the Roost, uh, Ra- uh, Rabbitohs versus Bulldogs. Uh, surprisingly closer game than I thought it would be. Yeah, uh, the Bulldogs. Uh, yeah, the Bulldogs, just, they, they were amazing. They, to keep up with South, South had a pretty good team. They were missing Latrell. I think he was their only player out. So they had a few backing up from Origin, which I guess may have, you know, closed the gap a little bit. But, yeah, Bulldogs, they, that first half, they were they were equal to whatever Rabbitohs could put at them. And, you know, it's just, you know, it was a bit of a costly error at halftime. Lincoln Lewis, as we said, decided oh, to, oh, yeah. to, to... He got baited a bit by um, Cody Walker. That was just so funny. It just... That was just exactly. so funny to watch. Like, they're having, like, a bit of words with each other. And then... All of a sudden, like, and the way he brought him down was, was as described, very UFC size. So I'll just grab him and yank him down and, like, wrestle him to the ground. It's like, what the f*** is going on here? And then, and it cost him badly. He got put in the bin. What did he think would happen, though, as well? And then what ended up happening, he had the, the rest of the South team jump on him afterwards, and then Cody Walker mm. popped out. It's like, well, this was like the thing is, it's yeah. such a crazy brain snap. Um, yeah, it was entertaining to watch. I mean, it was like he just he just he just lost his cool and, yeah. and didn't think about the team and just thought about the moment and and he cost them and it hurt them. I said, met, met the first ten minutes they were, like they were in the lead, but they the first ten minutes of the second half they played with with twelve men. It hurt them. 
Yeah, so, but yeah, it was interesting that... But a good, know, good effort by them to stay stay close to South. I mean, again, it's very much like South this year. Like, they should blow teams away just purely on their skill. But it's like sometimes they get a bit disinterested in games. Like, in games that, they, that they're willing, winning comfortably or that they should win comfortably, they sort of just, like... Even, like, uh, the week before against the Tigers, I mean, they they were up, like, by quite a lot. And then they let the Tigers in the second half... I think they were up 26-0 at half-time and then let the Tigers jag a few in the second half and they, you know, sort of... Even the score out a bit, so yeah. they get very disinterested in games like this. I find that's what we've always said the whole year. If they actually start playing to their potential, they can actually challenge oh, the can. Storm and Panthers they for can. the the title. They're probably one of the only teams that can. But they just keep doing yeah. this weird stuff where they and that's, they don't play for the full. They're not really playing for full eighty, but even if they do, they're not playing at their full capacity. They're sort of holding yeah. back for whatever reason. So hold, yeah, yeah and look, they've got they've got the right bloke in charge to get them ready in time. I mean, Bennett knows knows how to get his teams. It's almost it may even be a ploy by him. It's like he wants them playing their best at the right time of year, not now, but yeah. in September. So yeah. maybe it's a ploy. Who knows? Cool. So at the end of round uh, eighteen, I was actually impressed. Well, with some of us at least, Phantom got three out of eight. So you know, usual rubbish. Uh, Smokes six out of eight, respectable. I got also six out of eight, and then Principal yipping at my heels. A comeback, mate. I'm sorry, we cost you. We cost you the perfect and round. Cost us our multi. Cost us our multi too. For what? You know what? The only positive was the Raiders didn't cost us a bet this week. It well, was your team. I think because we didn't pick them. Uh, <laughs> the bands on the Broncos too. I've been telling you. Mm. All week, these multis, they're exciting, but they are just giving the money away to the agencies, okay? Just stop using them. The Phantom picked one. He got a multi earlier in yeah. the week. So Phantom jagged one he in got the Roosters one, so. game. Don't know how. And you know what? With five minutes to go, oh, he, had, he had the Roosters to win, and then he had three Roosters players to score a try at any stage during the game. With five minutes to go, there was still one of those players yet to score, and then he, he crashed over with five to go, so... Um, well How played. How win roughly? Well, because it was a joint betting account that I have with him, actually. So he had it. It was our last two dollars left in the account, and it won us thirty bucks. So it got us some money to play well, with. That's again. pretty good. <laughs> right. so, yeah, I, still I still think, think a Phantom bet long term. A dollar. You know, he's, he's well. A... The, well, yeah. I think he decided. You know, I'm going to double up because it's my own team. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. All right. <laughs> so uh, season wide. What have we got here? Fandom's on 76, Smokes is on 86, Principal's on 99, and I'm on 100. So oh, we're getting close. The gap is closing. Oh. We've, got, we've got what? Six more, eight more rounds I'd lo- to I'd go? I'd love to do a beer bet on who's going to win the tipping comp. I reckon I'd, I reckon I'd put someone <laughs> well, we'll on uh, Principal to run him down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, probably. Especially in the finals. Right. Uh, on to the some... Favourites and always... Uh, you know, the favourites... Yes, it becomes very 50-50 yeah. then, so... A lot That's of the time. True. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a. There was a round this week that it's a fifty-fifty, or it was like forty-eight. You know, fifty-two. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. And then today I looked at it again, and it changed to fifty-fifty. So we'll see what if it's still that. Uh, Remember, there was one was game. You, there was again. one game this it's year. You went. Again. <laughs> there was one game this year. You went against the bookies, that Broncos Cowboys, and the Cowboys got up by a point. I just wonder if that's going to cost you the tipping comp. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> this is the right. game I'm talking about here. Earlier, uh, Dragons were 52 or 56 or something, and uh, Titans were 40-something, so now it's shifted. Anyway, on to some news. We'll get to the tipping later. Uh, so, government, uh, Queensland government approves NRL bid to reunite families with relocated 
players amongst the COVID crisis. Yeah, true. I mean, like, obviously, um, there was a bit of pushback by the Queensland government saying, look, we want to see the plan, like, the full plan before we're just going to let all these families from Sydney. Like, I think players from the... I think the families from... New, the Newcastle and Raiders players were allowed up straight up because they weren't in hot spots. But um, look, okay, yeah, it's good. Yeah, okay, the families can move up here and stuff. But is it necessary? I mean, and I'm not trying to sound heartless here, but they get paid a lot of money to play football. If they have to say to their families, look, I've got to go to Queensland for three months, it's not like their families are going to be. It's not like they're short of cash to be able to, you know, find support to, to be able to handle it if they had to stay in Sydney. I mean, yeah. and a lot of these families, how many families are actually moving? Because a lot of these families are going to have kids in school. Are they really going to move them to Queensland or are they just going to say no? Well, maybe those so, ones didn't go up. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it just seems, it just seems a bit, I mean, especially considering like... babies. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, the ones with the young <laughs> babies, I, 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 get, like... I get that. I mean, that's a bit different, but like... I guess I think of it too, like, the Queensland government have been so strict about doing uh, border closures and all that sort of stuff, especially any time there's any sort of outbreak in Sydney. But, like, oh, that's all right, because they're football players, we'll just let all these families in from these hot spots. I mean, yeah. what happens if, if there is now a spike in Queensland? I, I thought the same Not thing. Not to get too political, yeah. but if, they, if there was a vaccine that everyone had... Oh, and, and look, yeah, and that's the other thing too. So, I mean, look, I think it's, I think it's fine. I mean, it's good for the players, good for their families if they can come up. I just, I, I mean, if they weren't allowed to come up, I mean, I certainly wouldn't have had any real issues about that. I wouldn't have gone, oh, that's bullshit by the Queensland government. It's like, well, you know, when they go, you know, players go overseas for tours like they used to anyway. It's yep. sort of yep. similar timing. You know, I, I would be surprised at actually how many people actually moved. You know, the footy players' yeah. wives, if they're working. They're not going to be able to move up there. You know, I, I feel you like... Know, you know, as well, there's probably plenty of players who are thinking, fuck, I hope the missus and the kids don't move up here. There could be a few more scandals. I think that's why they like Origins so much. Yeah. It's like, oh, a couple of weeks away. Yep, well, yep exactly. Well, Jai Arrow didn't have to worry about his girlfriend moving up with him because... Oh, you know, that's <laughs> it. Oh, what a bonehead. Oh, oh I've got this really hot model girlfriend, but I'll go and sleep with a dancer. Man, you well, dickhead. I heard that was All actually right. two. That was last week. <laughs> two. Well, then. Anyway. Anyway. <gasps> moving on. Uh, <laughs> next next headline. Was awful with no footy. Kent and Buzz in fiery clash over Origin versus NRL great uh, debate. This, you know what? Buzz Rothfield continues to go on about this. I don't know your thoughts, Smokes, but you know what? Yeah. It sucks when there's no footy. That <laughs> The one weekend we've had this year when there was no footy apart, we had one Origin game. It just sucked. It's like, what do we do? We're in the middle of footy season. I hate it. And then, you know, in the past, they've done some, you know, international games. But then the international games mm. get diluted because no clubs want to give their players to a once-off yeah. international game. To a so mid-o-nation, It yeah. sort of gets yeah. diluted anyway. And it's sort of like, well, you know, some of the Tonga ones, you know, these days they're a bit better. I'd be interested in. But, you know what, just keep the games on. Get some new yeah. players. I actually get excited it's to see one. some of the, the younger players. And... Yeah, I get excited to see how, if the top teams can really have the depth that that maybe they'll need, and I, I love it actually. Yeah. You know, the, it's it's, it's it's definitely it's definitely an interesting debate because um, it is a tough one. I mean, like, yeah, I, I agree. Like, shutting the competition down for like an entire month to play an Origin series is a tough ask because 
People love club footy. I love club footy. Like, yeah, I love Origin. That's great. But it's three games. I love my club footy. I love watching a season play out. Uh, I remember years ago reading a, a, an article by Phil Gould, actually, and he had a great idea. And, and I think it's worth... And I, I, ba- the basic details of it were you'd play, you'd, you'd play your three Origins back-to-back, um, one week and half the other, and then the fourth weekend you would then play a test match between Australia and New Zealand. But while those, while those um, Origins stuff were happening... You, you'd, you'd stop the NRL season, but you would have a knockout competition between the 16 clubs. So week one, you'd have all 16... So you'd have eight games. Then week... To, so for, during the Origin one weekend. Then Origin two weekend, you would have the eight teams there. So you'd have four games. Then you'd have two games. And then the weekend of the, the test match, you'd have the final of the knockout competition. So that way, everyone's... All, you know, teams are still keeping match fit. You might have some teams who are like, well, we've got a lot of origin players. We're just going to play all our kids in this knockout comp. We don't care about it. But the teams who are maybe not going to make the finals, who are out of finals contention, they might go, well, we can still get something out of this season by playing a full-strength team during this knockout competition. So I thought that was a really interesting idea. Um, whether it could work, I don't really know. But um, it was certainly, it's certainly an interesting debate anyway. But look, I don't think there's a perfect answer. Because origin, no. I, think it, I don't think you can play at the end of the year. I mean, last year was unique because of COVID, but you can't play at the end of the year because that's when all the players have to have their off-season surgery so they're ready to play for their club the following year. It's a tough one. Yeah. And, uh, like, it's probably a conversation for another day, but I sometimes I, you know, interest in origin, I, for myself, I actually feel like I'm becoming less interested. I still love origin, but I feel like I'm becoming less interested. We have a lot of this um, eligibility thing. You know, they're trying to get players that really traditionally wouldn't shouldn't have played. I know they've always got players from here or there and put them in the origin teams, but I feel like these days they're starting to try and pick players that, you know, and then these players are going to play for different yeah. countries. And I don't feel like you should ruin the NRL as a product, the the competition, you know, the premiership competition mm. for a, for the origin. It should just, yeah. you know, keep going. And I think, I think that was what Buzz was trying to say. He was like, well, you know, Every time Origin happens, even when the when the Origin's over, you got guys who are being arrested. Like uh, the Origin happened on the Wednesday, and then Trebojevic and uh, DCE don't play for Manly on the Friday because they're being arrested. So he's like, "Well, I want to see those guys play." So I get I get that argument. Uh, anyway, let's move on to the next news article. Uh, revealed the long-running feud that triggered the reserve grade brain snap. This is the what you guys were talking yeah, about. Yeah, we we're talking about this, it right? before, and 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 yeah, I think it was just talking about there, there was a bit of an incident with Cody Walker in the last time they played the dogs and he sort of elbowed one of the one of the dogs players in the back of the head or something. Which I, I seem to recall that happening actually. Um and I think Lewis sort of has taken a bit of offence to that and yeah, it sort of escalated from there. I I I I saw I watched that, that thing with Lewis and I think it's just funny more than, than serious or, or anything that really needs to be harped on. I mean, I mean like Someone was, I think Rothfield was saying, oh, I would have been happy if he got a two-game suspension. I'm like, really? For what? Yeah. For grabbing him around the waist and dragging him to the ground? Oh, God, really? Oh. Yeah, it's better than him, you know, hitting him. Like, that would definitely be a suspension. Well, they're, they're just cuddling on the ground. I don't know. He just wanted to get a bit closer to him. And he just, you know, yeah, it was just exactly. like, it was just funny. It was just like... Stupid moment that he's going to have as the highlight in the highlight reels of his career. It's just going to be like it's pretty funny, but yeah, it doesn't matter. Didn't harm anyone. And he needs him because let's face it, he's the the nephew of the King Wally Lewis, so he needs something in his highlight reel because he's never going to match him. 
Yeah, so, yeah. you know, so now he's got the UFC takedown. It's brilliant. I love it. It's awesome. Yeah, that's his punishment. Every time they Google um, um, Lachlan Lewis or whatever, it is um, tackles... Stupid yeah. tackle yeah. or like brain sap. That's yeah. it. Lock on Lewis brain explosion. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, the hit that fractured Moses' back and why it could decide Milford's fate. Uh, so this is Eagles halfback Mitchell Moses. Yeah. Yeah. As you were saying, uh, Principal, it's almost like we should rename Dugan Report to uh, the Mitchell <laughs> the Moses well, Report. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it, I mean, He's it, got an excuse for his piss-poor effort in origin now. Gee, oh, the, I think it's a cover-up. I think it's a cover-up for his performance. He's, he's one run and he got somehow a broken back. Who, who, would, who would have thought? I mean, I did see it. I saw NRL 360 and they did show some of the... Ta- he did get tackled a few times and I think one was in the back directly and then he copped another big shot. But, yeah, I mean, you know, we joke about Dugan as well. So, you know, if we're going to joke about Dugan, Mitchell Moses played, had about a couple of runs and he broke his back. Oh, you know, we've got to joke yeah. about that too. But, yeah, I don't know. I think... Yeah. It was funny eels chasing Milford, which I thought, you know. Yeah, well, I guess, um, I guess that that yeah, it's opened the door a little bit. I mean, there, there's been rumours for a couple of weeks about the eels potentially looking at bringing Milford on next year. I think they were probably looking at him more as a um, a super sub, like yeah, in, the, yeah. the, in the fourteen jersey. Uh, but I guess now, if because they don't know how long Moses might be out for. Maybe that's going to expedite their interest in Milford to try and get him there now. I think mean, it's clear well, and obvious that the Broncos aren't going to use him again this year. So, well, I think Brad and look, Brad Arthur's actually come out and said that he's not interested. Actually, today I'm pretty sure. So, I I think it could be you true. know just just saying that. But I also actually heard that Milford didn't want to go to Eels, and I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, Don't, okay. you're playing reserve grade. At the Broncos. Right, you fr- you, yeah, exactly. Then, you, you go wherever you can if, bloody if get you, a gig in first grade, wouldn't you? Yeah. If you can move there this season, you're not even changing states because they're going to be there the rest of the season anyway. And you can, you've got, you yeah. can actually play oh, finals. that's exactly. And other than do, yep. otherwise well, you're dealing with the... That's yeah. the thing, he'll be playing finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah, dealing yeah. with the battle the, the Broncos thing. have as well. It's just like... Yeah. The, well, the other <laughs> thing too is um, you, you're talking about how Arthur's said, oh, yeah, we, we, had, we showed a little bit of interest, but uh, it's not going anywhere. We're, we're done with that. Um, I seem to recall Wayne Bennett saying a very similar thing about James Roberts two years ago when Roberts was with the Broncos and he said, no, 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 I haven't spoken to him at all. One week later, he was playing in a, in a Rabbitohs yeah. jersey. So, mm. you know, how much can you buy into that? Well, um, speaking of which, it just reminded me, did you hear the story this week where the Tigers were looking to do a player swap with the Raiders? And they... they I, su- I they saw a headline they go- about this, but I didn't read it. What happened? What was so, that? So they basically went, we'll, we want to do a, a, tra- a player swap, a two-way player swap, two players for two players. We'll give you Luke Brooks and Moses Mbai for Jack Whiten and Josh Hodson. <laughs> you can imagine what the Raiders' response would have been. Who, what? What? So they, they honestly put up did, did, Luke did, Brooks did they and Mitchell Moses. Did they also offer to get down on their hands and knees and suck the Raiders' administration off? Far out. This is, when I heard because, it... Because are they kidding? We, Talk about, oh, my God, chalk and cheese. Oh, you, so uh, oh, an origin player... Flaming Yon. An origin player in an English international. Chuck steak. Exactly right. And then you've got a sort of oh. playmaker that's never achieved anything or played finals and a washed-up... Person, oh, oh, and what's up? Nothing, and, and and you know, I don't even know which one you're talking about there because you can describe them both as those things. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was oh, a it's funny story for Chuck Steak. I mean, come on, are they ki- look? Gotta love their ambition. I gotta love their um, 
their enthusiasm and confidence for, <laughs> for offering that trade. Yeah, that's yeah. not a trade. That's a robbery. Yeah. That... <laughs> oh, my right. God. Uh, continuing the whole moving uh, theme there, Pangai Panthers move back on after 24 hours of chaos. Oh. And the, the headline is, this is how much it'll cost them. It's 30 grand a game. Your segues are brilliant. I love it. Just smoothly transition to that. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you what. I think Pengai is looking for that real quick, get me a premiership before I go and sign for a low-ranked team for big money. I think that's sort of what this is about. But look, I, I guess it kind of makes it makes a bit of sense. I mean, I think um, is it Fisher-Harris who's out for a few weeks because his wife is pregnant yeah. and he has to stay in Sydney. Uh, so they're thinking, hey, let's let's um, get Pengai, who, let's face it, he's, he's, he's had a very, very good season for Brisbane. Uh, I know he's been very maligned in terms of not being consistent, but this year I think has been one of his most consistent seasons. He's been a very strong performer for Brisbane, consistently making 130-plus metres, lots of offloads, tackle breaks, under a good system with, with the guidance of their halves, Luai and Cleary. I think he'd do a very, very good job and could provide them that X for that factor that they need to be able to take down the Melbourne Storm. Yeah, I really, I just don't like it. I, honestly, how do you, uh, if, I was a, if he was playing for the Raiders and, you know, we're losing, but he's like, at the end of the season, he's caused all these troubles, especially over the years, and he jumps ship to a team that can actually win. I don't know. I, I, I don't like oh, how they're yeah, letting but... players move this late. You know, the June 30 thing sort of worked. Now... Yeah. Now we've got another, what is it, a week? Is it August? It's, August, it's August August 1st, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Look, I agree with you. I don't, I don't, I don't like the like whole it. changing clubs mid-year shit. I, I meant more so, I think it's a good move from Penrith. Oh, it's a great it move for them. Under the, under the rules. But, but I, I, yeah, I agree. I don't like the fact that the players can do it, but, uh, you know, yeah, whatever. It, it is, it is what, what it is. is. All right, moving on to our last news article. Vaughn braced for $40,000 haircut after dogs move near the finish line. Yeah, well... That is a f***ing expensive haircut. <laughs> Massive haircut. Yeah, well... You know, but, I mean... <laughs> this is what happens when you're... He doesn't even have that much hair to begin out. with, right? Exactly. Breaking COVID. Just don't break COVID rules, you'll be right. That's it. Oh, look, the, the dogs are looking to, to snap him up, um, and he'll, he, they're looking to sign him for about three or 400k, which is... About fifty percent haircut on his um, on his salary. To be honest, uh, look, that, that's to be expected. Yeah, I reckon that's fair for how much he's worth, really. Anyway, like dragons were paying eight hundred grand for him. He's no, he's not even ridiculous. He's not worth yeah. anywhere near that. Anyway, he's probably four hundred. No, no prop. Yeah. No prop is worth eight hundred grand. I, I I don't care what anyone says. Props. Yeah, they're vital to a team, but they're not worth eight hundred grand. Yeah, even even a guy like Payne Huss, who is an absolute freak. He's not worth eight hundred grand a year. Aren't they trying to sign him um, on a ten-year, one million-dollar deal? Yeah, and I think that's a bit ridiculous. Yeah, that's horrible. We haven't spoken honest. about that actually. I don't think that, that's um... no. Well, it sort of happened um, sort of around Origin time, so we never it never hit our heart. But yeah, that, that, I, I don't I don't like those ten-year no. deals because like, what if he comes out next year, does like a Jarrell Yalye, does like a bicycle style ankle injury, and he's just his career's done. It's yeah. a lot of money we then have to fork out um, for a guy who's never going to play again. So I, I don't like those deals. No, I've never... At all. I've, I've never really understood them. I'm like, why do the club... 10 years is a massive time. Like, he's a... You know, he's a pretty versatile player, but it just it seems crazy yeah. to do that, really. But... Great for a player if you can get it. I right. mean, DCE and, and like, Tal Malolo must be laughing their asses off. Yeah, you'd be signing wherever that you could. Just give me the paperwork, oh, sign on. Yeah. You'd, say, you'd say, give it to me now so you can't change your mind. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, yeah. Like, it's a good signing right. for the Dogs at that price. I mean, uh, they're, they're getting a few decent signings at the moment. So, and look, they're going to get Pengai Junior next year too. Uh, so they're going to have a pretty, um, pretty, a much stronger team. They'll be a much stronger team next year. All right. Uh, moving on to our beer bets. Uh, Phantom lost four because you know it's fair. Well, he didn't even show up. He never shows up. Principal gained oh, five. Gaining beers principal again. And Phantom lost one. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So it's still very even. Uh, Phantom's on 26. Uh, Principal's on 21. Smoke's on 25. So you're all roughly, you know, a case. So uh, bets for this week, boys. I'm not going to bet on the Raiders to win. I'm um, put the beers on the Raiders to win. But I'm going to put a beer bet on that they will get within eight. I'm going to give the Eels an eight-point start. Okay. Eight. Keep in mind, the Raiders have lost half their team. They, they're pretty much reserved. Eels to win. Doing Eels to, like so what is it? Eels, so Eels to win by less than eight. Yeah. And you would win the bet. Yeah. Okay. Raiders are going to get within I eight. I will... I, oh, I don't Do like the Eels, though. That's the thing. But You'll I'm going to take it just because I have to. I Two have beers. to. That's, All right. that's a pretty fair bet. I reckon I it's reckon okay because yeah. 94 to 6, it's... Yeah. All right, my, my bet. No, no, I, I will, I will go that that closer game. I am going to back the Dragons to bounce back, even though they're going to have more guys out for their little COVID. Oh, I'm going to take it this one. Party shenanigans. I think Corey I'm Norman's back out this week. Knock the Titans over. Yeah, I'll go. I'll yeah, take that I one. think that I think All that right, actually then, helps the Dragons. Yeah, I, I, I know it probably does actually. And then what's our bet oh, for Phantom since he's not sure? Oh, Phantom's bet is that he gets eight out of eight in the tipping. Oh, no, I was going to do Sam Walker hat trick as well. Either way, I suppose. Either one. Pick one. We'll do Sam Walker hat trick this week. All right. Um, on to round 19. I'll get Phantom's bets like I always do. We even preempted it this week and... Still didn't give them to me on time. Uh, so let's go Eels vs Raiders. I'll go Principal, I'm assuming. Oh, Raiders. This is, I'm, it's shaping up not to be a great Thursday night for me to start the footy week. It's not ideal, but um, I'm going to say Raiders, and I'm going to say Rapana's going to be man of the match while winning this game for them. And I'm not confident at all, but I'm just trying to look on the positive I'm side. I'm going to write that down because I don't think it's going to be... I'm just is Rapana playing fullback? He is. He's been a champion the last mm. few weeks, but, you know... It's basically a yeah, Raiders look, look. New South Wales Cup team. It's so depleted. <laughs> no, it's, look, they're probably I'll, missing um, about eight players out of their starting. I will back the Eels on the basis that yeah, you blokes are a bit struggling. For yeah. I think it'll be closer than people think, though. But I'll I, I'll, I'll pick the Eels. Yep. Well, that's what uh, Principal said within yep. eight, right? So okay, yeah. uh, Roosters versus Knights. Principal uh, Roosters, but again. Hope going for the Knights, cheering on the Knights, and Ponga to to relive Origin form and somehow tear him up. Smokes. Yeah, I'll I'll back the Roosters too, but I actually think this is going to be closer than people think too. The Roosters are not travelling as well as some may think. All right, uh, Cowboys versus Storm. Smokes. Oh, Storm by like fifty thousand points. Fifty. Let's do fifty thousand. Fifty thousand. Yeah. No, this. no. Like, Mel- Melbourne will win by thirty plus. Are you going to do the margins for this Melbourne one? Melbourne will win by thirty one, plus. Fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, easy. Thirty or more, thirty plus. Uh, Prince I, yeah, obviously Storm and uh, look, I'll go. I'll go um, twenty between twenty and thirty. I'll go just to come in under smokes. 
I reckon 20... And I'll just rest everyone at half-time, and they'll just play a few players down, and <laughs> it's like, we don't need to try yeah. against this team. But anyway. All right. Uh, Rabbitohs versus Warriors. Spokes. Yeah, Rabbitohs. Uh, they'll, they'll, they'll probably do their typical lead by a lot and then get reined in a bit, but they'll win. Uh, yeah, Rabbitohs okay. again. I have a feeling, apart from the Raiders, we're going to be very similar in tips this week. Maybe, maybe I think part so too. This this whole round, apart from the dragons versus Titans, that could be a like, different one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're all like one sided. Uh, sea Eagles versus West Tigers, principal. Uh, manly. Yeah, I'm assuming Turbo's back plus their regular stars. So I think they both Trebojevic's are back. The West Tigers party will come that to an smokes. end. Yeah, Jake and Tom are back. Uh, I think DC is too manly. That's a double header right. at Suncorp too. One. Double header at Suncorp too. The manly uh, game leading into the Broncos. You going to that one? No, no. I, I prefer I prefer to have my ball sliced off than go and watch <laughs> us get annihilated by Penrith. Mate, Penrith having your own Penrith already. By, Penrith by as many as they want. Yeah. Uh, Principal Penrith. Broncos have got zero chance in this game. Nothing. Yeah, well, 2% apparently. But we did yeah, play well against them earlier <laughs> this year, though, so who knows? Maybe uh, they'll surprise Pan- us. Panthers, <laughs> Panthers and Storm are like 1 and 2, I think, on same points and only so four and 1 against. because... The 4 and against is separate. 4 and against, yeah. whatever, you know? Panthers are unstoppable. Uh, Dragons versus Titans. Smokes. Oh, I'm going to back the Red V here. Red V all the oh, way. That's your, that's your B-bet, isn't it? That is my B-bet. Yeah. Like the red okay. I like uh, Benny Hunt. I think Benny Hunt's having a great year. Uh, I'm going Titans. Titans for this one. Not confident, just All right. being different. It is a tough one, this one. And, and then Bulldogs, Sharks, Smokes. Uh, yeah, Cronulla. Up, up, Cronulla. Cronulla, yep. Uh, yeah, Cronulla. They should get the job done on him. The I boys imagine. in the black and the blue. I was gonna put. I was gonna ask for the margin. And, oh but, yeah, um, margin. Cronulla by ten. The dogs are fighting hard at the moment in these games. I'm gonna say Cronulla by ten. Yeah, that's probably fair. But I'll it's say by. Budget. I'm gonna go sixteen. I'm gonna say they'll score a couple of late tries. Yeah, I was. I was thinking fourteen. Uh, yep. Okay. Cool. Well, <laughs> that brings us to the end of this podcast. Uh, thank you all for listening and. Um, you know, you can always leave us feedback on our website or like and subscribe, share with all your friends. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, all those good places. Uh, and until next week, see you next time. Thank you and goodbye. Catch us later. And hey, congratulations to Queensland for getting the Olympics. Brisbane, woo, 2032. See you later. Go the Raiders.